Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to Newcastle Fast FM. This is the Sisters Hour on every weekday during Ramadan from 5 till 6 p.m., where on Mondays we are Sisters Striving. My name is Sadiqa and I'm with my co-host today who is Fazana. Assalamu alaikum Fazana. Walaikum assalam. How are you doing, Sid? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Ready to get going. Good, alhamdulillah. So, um, let's just introduce ourselves a little bit and introduce our show, our Monday show that we're going to be on here regularly. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about striving and striving as sisters. What does this mean to you, Fazana? Um, I think the topic of striving feels quite relevant to us right now, given kind of the situation everyone's in. Um, I think the last couple of years has been testing for everyone with COVID and with the changes that that's, that's brought with it. And I think even like me and you, when we were reflecting before doing this, coming up with this kind of idea, we thought, you know, through this time, it's been more difficult to strive to, towards the kind of things that you want to achieve. So we, we felt like it was a topic that kind of everyone thinks about uh, every so often. Yeah. And there's always tools in place that you can make make it easier for yourself to strive towards the things that you want to do. So for me, striving's an, in a way like looking at how I can be better and figuring out what the methods are to do that. That's great. Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well. Um, I think all of us are going to be striving in some way or another. Um, And for us, us two personally, I think our situations are quite similar. We've got like our family lives. We've got our work obligations. Um, Mm -hmm. You're soon going to have more obligations as well, more family. (laughs) Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. Yeah. um, No, definitely. I think striving comes into all sectors of your life. I think there's always um, a way to like, move towards something better and striving towards something better can be in all departments of your life so I think having a having a framework through which you strive towards something is really important and having that like as well at the forefront of your mind like how what what am I doing in this part of my life that needs improving kind of thing and like you said like I think everyone has different departments you know whether it's with your family whether it's with your work whether it's with your spouse there's always ways in which um we can strive to do better and i think that's overall why we chose to focus on striving would you agree with that yeah there's always something going on from a young age you know you you might be focused on your studies that might seem like the biggest challenge in your life at a stage but it's it's all part of a process there's so many smaller battles we go through life in order to build up the bigger picture yeah um and like you say i think recently um mindset has been challenged a lot so today Mm -hmm. in particular we wanted to start by focusing on mindset because striving for better does begin with having the right mindset yeah um all our blessings and goals and achievements they come with their tests so how we manage them is extremely important and this can be governed by a strong muslim mindset the prophet advised us take benefit of five before five your youth before your old age, your health before your sickness, your wealth before your poverty, your free time before you're preoccupied, and your life before your death. And that was narrated by Ibn Abbas. So you never know around what's around the corner. Yeah, I think that... Go on. <laughs> yeah. No, no, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, you never know what's around the corner, but also like 
all those things that um, the Prophet said, I said, I'm, like eloquently described so many areas of, of our lives. Um, and once we start to tap into how we think about those areas and, you know, gear our mindset towards improving in all those areas and and take benefit from them, the, the exact advice. Like if we're not if we're not strong within our minds and we don't have the 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 features of a strong Muslim mindset, we're going to find it difficult to follow that advice, to take benefits from those things. So I think that that's really what today's kind of show is about, like what is it yeah. that uh, we what is it that we can do what what features can we adopt into our mindset to to enable us to really take benefit from all of those aspects of our lives and you've just answered um, one of our listeners questions um, judo has asked will this help me in attaining some sort of a secular idea of understanding feminist organizing um, actually what we're talking about is more like motivation and self self-help but from an islamic perspective so yeah. we're hoping that um we can benefit ourselves in matters which may be relevant to this life but also the, the hereafter overall that's that's our end goal yeah. Um, yeah thank you for your question and walaikum assalam to everyone tuning in and salaming us <laughs> very kind um so every day we wake up energetic healthy and rich it's another day for us to seize um just like you were saying we need to take advantage of our opportunities before they're gone just like the prophet had said in the hadith and with the right attitude and mindset we can truly take benefit from the blessings that we're given challenges are bound to occur allah said in the quran and we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and a loss of wealth and lives and fruits but give good tidings to the patient so we know we're going to be tested things are going to come our way but it's how we respond that matters and this can come down to our mindset and yeah using yeah yeah definitely i think challenge is one of those things where um if you build yourself up in a way where you actually just look at challenges as a baseline of life rather than looking at it as something that's got to knock you you're just like right challenges ups and downs you know we've been told we know that it's it's part and parcel of life um, and that's also part of like, you know, developing that the mindset that, you know, enables you to be live the best quality of life. I think we've we've said a lot um, so far, like we've used the word mindset a lot. So like what what do we mean by like mindset? Like how would you describe like what is mindset? Like if someone asked you, you said like, so what is a mindset? Well, what is that? How do you think you put it in question? Um, I think mindset is it's something that you you have to it's like constantly making yourself aware to yeah. think in a certain way yeah so i think for some people to an extent their attitudes will come naturally but mm -hmm. with the way that life is and the way that things come at you from different angles you can get caught off guard i think having having a strong mindset is reminding yourself regularly and being like firm in the way in which you behave and respond to situations yeah definitely i think the response part is key i think with mindset um i recently read like a really good uh, blog on the topic and i think we can probably share that with our viewers in the comments um but what when it comes to mindset what what it was quite concisely described as something that the lens that governs your life the way the way through which you kind of experience things and and the things that happen to you like what lens you use to experience that and what what lens you use to experience the things that happen to you and how you then respond to it so i think response is like 
hit the nail on the head. I think one of the things that you can't always control, I mean, we can control our circumstances to an extent, but we're never ever in full control of, you know, what happens to us. But what we can be in almost full control of is how we respond to it. And, and that's why... And that's why I think Muslim mindset is particularly important to young striving sisters. And that's why we, you know, we've chose it as like the the start of our, of um, sister striving because if if we can really harness like our mindsets, like you know, the potential that we can achieve as um, young women is 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 you know is great. Like if we can master ourselves and think, you know, um, I have the capability to do what I need to do in the best way and I do that through um, enhancing my thoughts and my responses then it's a, re- a step in the right direction. Definitely and I like what you said about the lens actually because I was focusing on how we respond but it is how we take things in as well yeah um, how we see things and I, yeah. I like the analogy of the lens like putting kind of like rose tinted glasses on <laughs> and seeing yeah. the best in your situations and that will help with your response as well. Yeah, I think when it comes to like rose tinted, sometimes people might look at that and think, oh, it's a bit naive or think like, you know, mm. you're not supposed to live your life kind of, you know, with your head in the clouds. And I don't think it is with your head in the clouds. I think it is. It's about having the perspective and we'll talk about it more as we go on today. But having the perspective that actually like, you know, you have it, you have the capability to elevate yourself through the way in which you choose to respond to whatever challenges life throws at you. And, mm-hmm. you know. That, that and, and realize and accept um, that you know and, and be at peace with the fact that you know life is a series of challenges. It's just whether it's just the picture that you choose to paint. You know, are you are, are you yeah. going to are you going to choose to paint um, it as something negative that is going to bring you down, or do you grow through what you go through? That was a quote I read somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, definitely, um, I think. That's a good uh, starting point, like knowing what we mean when we say mindset. So it's, the, you know, yeah. a lens through which we see life and um, the ways in which we respond to things that we experience. I want to ask the listeners, um, how has the pandemic affected your mindset? Because you mentioned that at the start, Fazana, about the COVID-19 and yeah. how, you know, a lot of people's lives have been affected. So I just wanted to ask you guys listening at home, how has it affected your mindset? And have you got any tools for us to share in terms of getting through it, coming out the other end in one piece? Um, if you're, you know, if you're going through things, how, you know, how can you strengthen yourself internally to help you through the difficult times? I think everyone has been affected in some way or another, whether it's working from home, homeschooling, not seeing loved ones, not seeing their community, even losing loved ones. Um, and there has been a lot of stress and worry that's been negatively impacting people's mental well-being. Stress is only a natural response. Um, but I think in our religion as well, it's, it's such a social religion with the congregational prayers, you know, families and communities working together. And it's yeah. been such a different, like, even over a year of yeah. just a completely different experience. Mm-hmm. How has it affected you, Fazana? I think definitely like like all those things I think like anyone right now like the way of living is kind of different isn't it and um, I'm a teacher so I spent a bit of time in lockdown um teaching from home um the engagement's not the same children don't benefit in the same way obviously um but I, as well I think what what you said said about community I feel like you know that uh, given you know uh, given the circumstances understandably communities were not mixing communities were not with each other you know we were not seeing each other um and 
it, it does take its toll and you actually don't realize it. like we did it none of us realized it until until we were in it that of like the value of that you know easy and alhamdulillah um you know easy and comfortable communication that we all had with our communities i think especially in newcastle there's a good vibe there's a good community there's there's ways for sisters to link together and learn and all those things were suddenly like you know if, available alhamdulillah online but there was there was it wasn't like physically there for you yeah and it was think, challenged and threatened wasn't it <laughs> yeah 100 percent. and i think it definitely takes its toll it in on, on so many on all all factors of life like you said people are losing family people have lost clo close friends uh it's been life-changing it's been a life-changing kind of time and we've had a comment from our listener Fahana she yeah. said the pandemic has been a massive reminder for me that we have to remember that we plan but Allah is the best of planners we think we have control but we don't it's a reminder to turn to Allah in all situations oh, oh and then yeah. she excellent points and she's gone on to say and trying to develop tawakkul more as we have to completely rely on Allah as we don't know what's around the corner I missed seeing family and friends and we realized the importance of it yeah absolutely I think there's so many important points that were said there um yeah it is it, it does really make you question like how much how much were we strong in our tawakkul uh, prior to this and even during this experience like it does make you like look yourself in the mirror a bit doesn't it Sid um, where you have to actually ask yourself, like, actually, uh, am I exercising that enough? Assalamualaikum. there, Sid. Sorry about that. Sorry, I um, I just got cut off. Sorry, please oh, continue no. what you were saying. No, no, I was just saying like the comment from the um listener, um the the point of tawakkul, um through yeah. the pandemic has been one of the things that we've had to question about ourselves and ask ourselves like how strong is how strong is my tawakkul? How strong is my actual reliance on Allah? And it's and 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 you know what the point that she made about it's made us actually more aware of it like Allah plans and mm -hmm. um, you know and Allah's plans are the best and it's that acceptance like uh, is that is do we have that acceptance within ourselves yeah and how she's put that we have to completely rely on Allah as we don't know what's around the corner yeah that's, um that's a really good way of putting it like putting your trust and reliance in Allah because we don't know what's around the corner but like you say he's he's planned it it's it's there for a reason and we've just got to see ourselves through it haven't we <laughs> yeah absolutely um there's another comment there sister fazana can you see that um yeah the pandemic has so mariam has said the pandemic has uh, greatly damaged my mental health however it gave me the time to recover um mother's health and faith my mother's health and faith okay yeah yeah so see perhaps this sister's been able to spend more time um with her mom restoring her health alhamdulillah sounds amazing restoring her faith so yeah that i mean that's a very balanced comment there has been a really really difficult uh, outcomes of the pandemic but also in every difficulty there's disguised blessings and i think the more we think yeah. about it the the more we realize there's so many blessings that have come out of this um 
in terms of and even even the fact that we're having this conversation now i think so a lot of it is geared around you know what it gave us time to step back to step off the hamster wheel a little bit and actually just think like whoa like things are shutting down now you're really accountable for fixing up yourself and um, funnily enough we had a comment from judo peel regional who says staying at hope home helps me a lot so it's funny some of our listeners are mentioning the benefits they've had as well <laughs> yeah yeah definitely um, definitely so shall we talk a little bit ab about the mindset of a muslim get into it a bit more yeah definitely um i think with with uh, muslim mindset there's a few features that come prominently um when we think about you know the the great people of the past our prophets uh, peace be upon them and the features that come out about you know strong mindset so we're we're going to do our best to kind of comprise some of those features and um yeah i'd love to hear about what you guys think about whether you have adopted that mindset or whether you have tips or tricks that can um, help us do it better so the first one i think and this going back to like looking at life through a specific lens is um the idea of um having a mindset that's fixated on gratitude mm -hmm. um the you know we we're told as muslims that you know the situation of the believer is um always one that um is is in a state of goodness um, the message of Allah, peace be and blessing be upon him, said, Wondrous is the affair of the believer, for there is good for him in every matter. And there is not a case with, with anyone except the believer. That is not the case with anyone except the believer. If he is happy, then he thanks Allah, and thus there is good for him. And if he is harmed, then he shows patience, and thus there is good for him. So just in that statement, we can see that as believers, we should be looking at, uh, at the things that occur in our lives with the lens of gratitude and thinking you know how if 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 i'm in good times i'm thankful i'm and, I've, and if, if i'm in bad times i'm patient but at the same time thankful because i know that there's reward in this patience i know that um allah's plans are um, the right right plans for me and the outcomes are eventually going to be what, what's beneficial to me even if i might not feel it at this time yeah um Allah reminds us like very often in the Quran that about being grateful, you know, be grateful and you, you'll be increased um, and and reminds us of, you know, our actual blessings are innumerable. If we sat and tried to count the number of blessings we have in a single second, in a single moment, we wouldn't be able to do it. Um, you know, and sometimes I do think like, you know, with, with, with gratitude, it's such an important part of like the way you look at the world. Um, and if we if we ask ourselves, right, what would our lives be like if we weren't thankful? I think that's an, that's a, a question that will make which highlights actually how important it is to be grateful. So like, I pose that question to you, Sid. Like, what do you think your life would look like if you chose not to be thankful? How would that affect you? I, th I think for anyone, it would be a downward spiral, wouldn't it? I think, yeah. especially, especially with that hadith that you mentioned where the prophet peace be upon him said that this this is the case for believers it's unique to us that you know if we're happy we thank allah and it's good for us and if we're harmed we show patience yeah. and that's good for us but that is not the case for just anyone it's the case for the believer so just the fact that we're believers we've got to be grateful for that and that we've been put in this position um yeah. if we if we weren't grateful for you know, being put in the position we are, being made the person we are, the personality we've been given, the talents and skills we've been given, you mm -hmm. know, being born in the country you're born in with 
the family you have around you and all the you know education resources so much opportunity yeah then how I don't know how we could expect to excel in life yeah if we're not grateful for what we have how are we going to use it and yeah. utilize it and happily yeah. move on 100% and I think uh, I, I think it's really key to like I think as human beings we have the tendency to always strive towards the next thing I can't wait for this mm. I can't wait for that I can't wait for this and you and you know even personally speaking but if we could like figure out a way to be grateful in the moment or grateful day by day we can actually experience the current joys um, mm. whilst arriving at whatever goal, goal that we have and I think like a lack of gratitude it takes away from so much like if you're not grateful you don't see you don't see what you actually have already so if you can't be yeah. grateful for what you have already who's to say when you have more or when you have you know whatever your ideal is that you're going to be grateful then and i think and it's well, almost like, yeah i know i was Sorry. just going to say I think, I think as well like with without gratitude you it can it can lead to other diseases of the heart like if you're not thankful for what you have it can lead to you looking on at others and um, thinking oh they've got it better than me and I think that's mm. also a dangerous um, way to uh, to be in your mind a dangerous um, frame of mind to be in and I think gratitude solves that gratitude solves that you know danger of envy sometimes or danger of like you know feeling bad sorry for yourself if you can actually look at what you have and be thankful for it and I think it's really nice to see actually a lot of our listeners are already listing things that they're thankful for uh, through the pandemic so it's clear we've got some you know grateful people listening in definitely and just on that note judo peel regional commented again and said relying on allah might be a test in itself and therefore you might lose track which in my opinion is totally relevant to our memory because people forget and that's such a key point because you were just saying about gratitude yeah it is you've got to you've got to be grateful to allah to help keep yourself on track it's sometimes harder to be grateful for your blessings than it is mm -hmm. to turn to allah when you're in need when you're at the low points as well so we've yeah. got to make an effort to turn in turn to Allah in all situations. So that's um, mm -hmm. a really, really good comment there. Um, we had another comment from Sister Ruweda Saeed. She said, this pandemic has made me reflect on my intentions when performing Tarawih Salah. I find okay. it so easy praying in the masjid, but at home I really had to push myself. I think perhaps my intentions were not always 100%. So Alhamdulillah for that. Alhamdulillah it's created a situation where we've been forced to reflect on ourselves right and that's something to be massively grateful for and it goes back to what we were saying earlier said about like challenges if we yeah. you know how much how much could we elevate our lives if we look at ourselves blessed because we've, we're in a challenge hmm. you know even that sister's example like she said about you know um praying tarawih in the masjid was so much easier for her compared to at home the, the, there's two options there you can either look at it as like oh man i can't go to tarawih in the masjid it's going to be it's not going to be good for me or you can do what the sister's done mashallah and think you know what i'm i'm going to use this as a as an opportunity to reflect on myself and make some make some kind of a change look at something positive in it um yeah. And being grateful for that challenge, um, because it was as a result of that challenge that you then elevated yourself. Definitely, so yeah. definitely gratitude comes into so much. Um, we had another comment saying from the sister earlier who mentioned about her mum from Sister Mariam O. I think caring for another person can be a good way to cope temporarily. It almost mm -hmm. instills a routine to follow if you're a bit lost. It's an excellent deed she's been doing caring for another person. Yep. And um, like you say, routine does help as well, I think. 
um and if you're a bit lost i think it is good to be able to have good deeds to do um yeah. keep you on the right track inshallah 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 um we'll go we'll leave the comments for now i think some of some of our listeners are speaking to each other which is nice i'm glad some discussion has started yeah definitely um so should we talk a little bit uh, more about mindset then <laughs> we'll keep going about mindset so yeah. um optimism versus pessimism so we were just talking about being grateful um and having tawakul trust thinking and expecting the best i am as my servant expects me and i am as he remembers me says allah so we can humble ourselves by looking at examples set by the prophet وسلم, and the companions they strive the biggest challenges just to be able to practice islam and they bed so much in comparison to what we're facing if we yeah. think back to the first um, martyr for Islam, Sumaya radiallahu anha, the Quraysh tortured her and her family to get them to leave Islam, but she never wavered. Despite the cruel, awful remarks and the scorching sun that she would be inflicted with publicly, she didn't, she didn't waver, she stayed steadfast. She was tortured relentlessly, she never gave up, um, and which enraged Abu Jahl, who was torturing her, and he uh, Put a spear in her and she passed away and this was just this was her to be able to say she's a muslim she mm. was a defender she was righteous courageous determined do we mm. have these qualities could we have these qualities mm. what motivated her and what what are we what are our motivations now her yeah. iman was yeah what motivated her what do you think no i i i was just gonna say i think this kind of brings us this example brings to light one of the main other hallmarks of a strong Muslim mindset, which is tawakkul mindset, um, optimism versus pessimism, you said. And we can link optimism, I think, quite closely to tawakkul, having that um, trust and expecting the best of um, of our situation. Um, th this this example is one that highlights it. Uh, you, you know, you're asking what motivated her. Uh, and yeah, ultimately her iman, her very strong belief, her um, conviction in what she believes, mm -hmm. uh, those are all strong motivators. And um, we've had a comment saying the variety of challenges the Prophet, peace be upon him, went through provide wonderful reference for us in our life. And I completely agree. When we look back to their examples, yeah. the Prophet and the companions, then it, it doesn't it make our battles just feel... <laughs> feel a bit smaller yeah. uh, I mean they're there they're, they're big to us Allah's giving us these tests for a reason yeah when you think what what they've been through it is motivating isn't it yeah 100% 100% and I think her Iman sorry go ahead no, no, no go ahead Sid um I think her Iman was what motivated her when we're talking back to the example of Samaya radiallahu anha um mm. and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa peace be upon him gave some words of encouragement to her and her family at the time um, mm. when they were being tortured. She said, be patient, O family of Yasir, for your final destination is paradise. So mm. he like, you know, made a dua for Allah to save them from the fire. And Allah said in the Quran, peace be upon you for what you patiently endured and excellent is the final home, i.e. paradise. So while they were going through their challenges, they were reminded that it's all for a reason and in the end they will be successful yeah 100% and it's it's their conviction and their belief in that that drove them to continue despite the challenges um 
I think that's something that we we could really aspire towards. And I think it was mentioned very early on uh, in this show uh, from that comment. Tawakkal mindset, I think, is probably the uh, the most powerful one. If I think if we look at it like um, if we look at it like a pyramid, a mindset pyramid, um, I'd put where would you put Tawakkal? Said, would you put it at the pinnacle or would you put it as the foundation? I, of, I of think. The pyramid? Do you know what? That's a that's a really good question. That's a really I've good question. I've got my answer in my head. I wonder what the listeners think about that question. Where would you put it? Where would you put Tawakkal? Those of you who are listening, I'd really love to hear what you want to say. Is Tawakkal at the foundation of the mindset pyramid or is it at the pinnacle of the mindset pyramid? Because when we look at these examples of these amazing, amazing women, uh, men and women um, of the time of the Prophet and the base examples of our prophets, their character, their co uh, conviction and the way they carried themselves is really like pinnacle of human achievement, right? But mm. with Tawakkal, is that at the foundation or is that at the pinnacle? Is that, is that, is that peak? What, what do we think? So far, we've had comments, uh, one from Amina I saying, yes, sabr is a key feature for us Muslims. And then okay. proud to be Muslim commented, nobody knows the wisdom behind what happens except the all-knowing rub. And that's kind of alluding to uh, only Allah has the wisdom behind it. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that goes hand in hand with what we're saying about tawakkul, about trusting in Allah's yeah. wisdom. Absolutely. And then Judo Peel Regional has said foundation. So I think they're referring to tawakkul trusting yeah. Allah as the foundation of the pyramid and so yeah. did proud to be Muslim and judo peel regional said because tawakkul on foundation and sabr at pinnacle interesting way of putting it what do you think yeah I know honestly like I, I find it super interesting that people are commenting and these are the people's opinions because you know I literally just thought of that question now and I thought you know what do I think and I actually and I agree with those comments like it is foundation because if mm. we can build in tawakkul it like or everything else is just a cherry on the cake isn't it if we can build in tawakkul as a foundation like I know no matter what I'm gonna roll with the punches because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best I know that no yeah. matter what the plan is there for me and and you know it helps us it elevates us in all aspects it makes us be better in every sense because we know Allah's got us and we know Allah's plan is the best plan we can actually Definitely. we can rid ourselves of all the other diseases that that stop us from being our best selves from that stop us from striving to be the best version of ourselves like for example worrying like for example stress you know being being stuck in a rut if we have a tawakkul foundation it accelerates ourselves to striving to be the best so I definitely agree with those comments but at the same time other people might think differently it might be the tip it might be the pinnacle for someone else so it's just a you know food for thought there really um which I be. agree. I like I like that. If you've got that, then like you say, you can trust in Allah's plan. And what do you have to fear, really? If you you know that you're you're being guided and looked after by Allah, and that you can put up with whatever comes your way, then what do you have to fear? What's stopping you? I think it does put you in a really in really really good position to be able to grow, try on new challenges, yeah. succeed long term, definitely. So I. That was an excellent question and I like how you put it <laughs> at the bottom of the pyramid as a foundation, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, as well, uh, moving on um, if, with the third kind of feature of a, of a strong mindset, and I think it links really nicely to what we've just said there about about the, um, the uh, mindset uh, pyramid you know a lot of people might think to themselves like you know I am a certain way, this is the way I am, this is the way I think and this is this is it that that there is what we call a fixed mindset someone who thinks that you know they've got their lot in life this is who they are and that's that 
and there might be someone out there who struggles with their faith or maybe struggles with developing their tawakkul but just has resigned to that struggle and might think you know that's it for me and the opposite to a um, fixed mindset would be a growth mindset so a growth mindset for example is someone who um makes a conscious effort to develop themselves and and recognizes that you, you know what things aren't things aren't in a set way i might not have this skill i might not have that skill i might not have these things but i've got ways to um improve so i think adopting a growth mindset is is really important for a healthy muslim mindset yeah and um one of the prophets who comes to mind when you talk about this growth mindset is uh, prophet nuh alaihi salam if yes. you, when you mentioned fixed mindset you know being in the position he was with you know people not taking in his message he spent years and years and years he spent 950 years calling yeah. the people to islam he was mm -hmm. met with we was met with rudeness opposition but he stayed strong he kept calling people he used different tactics privately publicly and he never gave up and at the end of the day he is up there as one of the great prophets and yeah. that's that's because he kept going he didn't have that mentality that you mentioned just before of oh well you know these are the people that's i'm stuck it. with yeah he kept he kept going how how do we grow how can we make a conscious effort to be developing ourselves and being our best and recognizing and using our talents um i think that's a really good question i think if you're listening uh, please comment of like practical practical tips because i'd love for people to listen to this and at the end have the ways in which they could physically go away and practically improve i think one of the things i i think with uh, mindset sometimes i feel like you've almost got to fake it till you make it you know you've mm -hmm. got to train your brain oh that rhymes train your brain <laughs> to <laughs> to um fix up basically if you know your you succumb to certain fixed uh, mindset traits and you know you, it's not black and white um and i think that's important to point out everyone's not growth mindset or fixed mindset we can we can waver between the those qualities in different aspects of our lives in your career you might be super growth mindset and when it comes to your personal relationships you might be super fixed mindset i think that's really important to acknowledge and i think one of the ways in which we can train ourselves train our brains is through um the language that we use and i think yeah the way that you speak to yourself or the way that you speak out loud it really affects you know the way you're thinking like are you the type of person that's telling yourself nothing can change it is what it is i'm stuck the way it is you know or are you the kind of person that looks at um you know opportunities and looks at um things through a growth lens like like an easy mm -hmm. example would be like not you know going to work sometimes isn't the funnest thing to do right especially like today from a personal experience it's been ramadan i've had it's been easter so alhamdulillah the first week of ramadan was in the easter holidays and now reverting back to the work routine for going into work and a lot of people are working from home it felt like a challenge and i think you know you can choose which mindset you want to be in you can choose to be in the mindset or oh, oh, for god's sakes i have to go to work or you can change your dialect with yourself and say i get to go to work i get to go to work mm. and i think that one word it's like a you now you've made this challenge a privilege you've made this issue into something that actually you know what i get to go to work i don't have to go you know i i have an opportunity there 
it's not oh oh man I have to go to work it's like you know I get to go to work and that's a privilege because other people might not it's, in terms of even employment people have suffered massively through the pandemic and obviously like we know we're not naive you know to to that to people's to every day-to-day challenges i'm definitely not the type of person that jumps out of bed like i get to go to work that's definitely not me but i know i know the power of it and i think if we do those little activities every so often make those little changes where we are actually trying to um almost trick our brains into brain training to be like no it's that's not the way i want to look at things i think that's super important Definitely. Can you just think back, and I'd like to ask the listeners to do this as well, just think yeah. back to a time where you were so desperate to pass your exams and become a teacher and just so excited and looking forward to achieving that position. Yeah, I'm sure everyone has those things where that they've got a blessing with them at the moment. It might be your job, it might be your kids, it might be your marriage, it might be the house that you live in. It might be the play, the city that you live in. You wanted to go there. It might be a friendship you have. There, there was a time where you were so desperate for it. There was a time that you were making dua to Allah for it, and you've got it now. What are you doing with it? Yeah. And that- I think it it goes back to looking on the bright side and putting those rose tinted glasses on, like you said before. Like I get to go to work. Like, there yeah. was a time that you would have done anything to be in this position. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And I think as well, like having that having that outlook kind of just trains yourself to be like, you know, you, you work on correcting yourself. You know, mm. it's, it's it's an internal thing, isn't it? Like everyone, you've got to catch yourself slipping, basically. Um, and if you can do that often enough, you can almost trick yourself into like another way of thinking. Yeah. And it's like the sister who commented earlier saying because um, she wasn't happy in herself being stuck at home. But then she got to do a positive by helping out her mum. and. Yeah. I think uh, there's a lot of examples of that that you know where we if we just look at it from another direction it becomes a positive so you know a lot of people have been stuck at home but then on the other hand you can think alhamdulillah I have a home when people are struggling there was you know people people worried about being able to keep their homes um, throughout the past year with the covid Um, Mm -hmm. and then you know there's the quality time with the family is more available than what you know might have possibly been when you were stuck at work all the time and then there's the the other question of oh I've got no control over the situation but you can then look at it from another direction and think what can I control okay I've got this time now how how do I spend it in a useful way yeah and then there, there was obviously the worry about getting ill as well but then mm-hmm. we do have practical steps and we've all been taught you know wash your hands and keep your distance and things but also there's like duas you can make and just following uh, the scientific advice that's out there um, mm-hmm. and there's just lots of examples like that of situations where you know people can't work they might they might you know be struggling to make ends meet but every day that passes is a day closer to the end and just by changing the words around saying by by thinking oh I'm stuck in the situation look at what you do have and make the most of that instead and yeah. you know like the sister earlier you you will get a positive out of it inshallah yeah 100% and I think that that what you've just described there Sid is like at the core of it is striving isn't it like if you think you're someone that's um, maybe more fixed than growth mindset you know keep striving towards growth mindset keep striving towards a growth mindset that's going to serve you better Um, you know you you are in control of like making making those kind of changes and I think as well like you know practical things that you can do like push yourself put yourself in 
situations that you might not usually be in like get yourself out of your comfort zone or do something that you wouldn't usually do um you know big or small it doesn't matter it's not you're not in comparing comparing yourself to anyone but but yourself so that striving from fixed mindset to growth mindset is something that will will serve you better and also it's mm. a, if you have the intention to improve um through that striving then that then that intention is is recognized um i think the whole the whole thing of the whole thing of mindset i think is really the important part is the process of developing your mindset is the most important part like that the process is the transformative part you know i think it, it's it, it's very fixed mindset to think some people have it and some people don't I, I i don't think that's true i think when you see someone out there who's who's really resilient they've got they've got it together outwardly it seems that way and no doubt they've worked hard for that and no doubt they've mm. faced challenges everyone faces challenges in different shapes or form um that striving is always recognized um by uh, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know i am um, just thinking about this show and thinking about talking about mindset um i came across some ayahs I, I, uh, related to striving that that were really comforting i feel like people um who listen to it now might find some benefit from it so um it's in um surah 53 um and um, i'm just reading it from the translation here um it says a man that shall um a man shall have nothing but what he strives for and that his striving shall soon be seen then shall he be rewarded for it with the fullest reward and for me reading that i was kind of reminded that you know the struggle is recognized like if you are striving and if you're in an uncomfortable situation you're feeling uncomfortable because of the transformation that you're going through that mm -hmm. is being seen and that is being rewarded if you're making a genuine strive towards betterment it's not being it's not it's not going to miss anywhere in the eyes of allah and i think that that can come down to our core purpose of why we bother strive you know sid like just before this show you were talking to me about your caterpillars and butterflies right <laughs> it's it's an, it's a, it's a it's a loose analogy but if we think about it those caterpillars right are under like extreme pressure right they're they're going under difficulty but it's it's that difficulty is what's transformative you know definitely um, that, that striving is always recognized and you will come out the other end much stronger happier beautiful uh, and with wings um <laughs> let's go to some of our comments we asked a few questions earlier how yeah. do we change and um we've had a lot of feedback so let's yeah. um let's get to it so um we had proud to be muslim Oh, sorry. We had Mariam O commented by learning to move on. It could be moving on from broken friendships to little grudges. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think learning to let go is like massive in mindset. It holds you back, doesn't it? Those things it that holds you back, yeah. sister mentioned. Yeah, it holds you back. And we had a comment from Proud to Be Muslim who said it is very important to have tawakkul and the one who has it will be at peace in all types of circumstances good or bad may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us this beautiful quality Amin. thank you i mean i mean i mean and that is exactly why it's foundational isn't it yeah Tawakul's foundation if you've got that in your foundation then you can do anything just like exactly. judo peel regional said Growing a beard was a challenge for me because my dad wouldn't allow it. May Allah forgive my parents, but I think it made me a stronger Muslim. Oh, yeah. So absolutely. 
I think that's a massive challenge when you've got a parent um, thinking one way and you thinking the other. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely. Um, Definitely. And also it's something that's outward, isn't it? It's not, it's, it's an outward challenge, isn't it? Like growing a beard, it's, it's something that's seen, right? So if that person's facing a challenge, it's not that like they can deal with it internally, it's an external challenge. So the fact mm. that you've overcome that and also the whatever conflict was there with the parents, alhamdulillah. Well done. And we also had a comment from Familia Begum saying, having good role models and surrounding yourself with good people like yourselves, really helps maintain your mindset and remind and push you to strive to be the best person. I like that, having good role models and surrounding yourself with good people, definitely. That is such a good reminder. That is such a good reminder. Like you are the company you keep, right? Definitely, yeah. You're the product of your closest friends. I think that is so key, 100%. Thank you for your comments. We've got another one from Proud to be Muslim saying, Training your mind is very difficult, but with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes easy, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah, yeah. And um, I think we had another one from Proud to be Muslim saying, following the sunnah strengthens our iman. Mm. So uh, strengthening your iman, I think, goes hand in hand with strengthening your tawakkul as well. It's all about trusting Allah, yeah. believing in him and relying on him to, if you can rely on him to sort out your affairs and just mm-hmm. get on with whatever you're given. <laughs> Absolutely. And then yeah. Judo Peel Regional also commented, being persistent, I feel. Yeah, I think that's really important in it, to be able to change because you will you will have setbacks, you will have challenges. So you've yeah. got to be able to keep picking yourself back up. Mm-hmm. But I definitely agree with that one. Um, yeah, 100%. Do you have any comments on that, sister? Um, no, I was just that what um, what was said about uh, picking yourself up and persistence. That that links very closely to another aspect of a, a strong Muslim mindset, which is emotional resilience. Yes. So but, tell us about um, emotional resilience, Sid. <laughs> okay, so I think emotional resilience is. Being able to direct your emotions, because you will have emotions, but being able to direct them towards a path of growth. So along with being able to push ourselves, like our listeners have been saying, we need to have resilience because things won't always go our way. Events aren't always in our control, but our how we see them, how we digest them, our behavior and response to them is in our control. Mm-hmm. So failure can be off-putting, but we've got to just think of it as an attempt. The path of the path to success is going to be full of attempts. Mm-hmm. We need to focus on ourselves. What action can we take? And then be strong for those around us as well. Because um, our sister Mariam O made a good comment. Sometimes you've got to become that role model for yourself and others. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a point that I was um, looking up myself as well, because we can focus on ourselves. But as sisters, we will find that there are people modeling their behaviors after us. Yeah, think 100%. about yourself. Yeah, in your life, you will you will have someone looking up to you. Yeah, and um, it, it might it might be your children, it might be your family members, yeah. young, even older, yeah. older relatives, friends. Mm-hmm. So you've got to think to yourself, who's looking up to you? Because you could, un, in an unaware way, be inspiring them as well. Yeah, there may be times where you see someone achieve something and you think, don't you, you know, when you see one of your friends or sisters doing well, don't you think, oh, she's doing so well, she's doing so good. Doesn't Mm -hmm. it motivate you to want to be like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think 
the the role model part like what that's uh, what um, the comment said about being your own role model uh, i think that comes hand in hand with being role model for others if you if you got that intention that you want to be the best version of yourself for yourself you being an inspiring role model to others will come naturally yeah and there are people following your examples you're you're not just following theirs so we've got to you know look after ourselves for our own sakes but as mm -hmm. well as setting a standard for those around us yeah um, i think we've got um, yeah no go on sid oh and it's just a motivation like as with muslim women to do better because we've got so much responsibility towards each other yeah 100%. what were you thinking no i was just going to say about the emotional resilience part of it i think the the word resilience what we mean by resilience is um you know some someone once described resilience to me as bounce back bounce back ability like what is your bounce mm. back ability right it doesn't it doesn't mean that you don't have negative emotions and in fact it's it's quite the opposite you have you know negative emotions are part of the normal human spectrum of emotions we shouldn't deny mm. those emotions and they all have their space in our lives right but emotional resilience is how well you bounce back from that and direct it in the path of growth like you said um sid you know mm -hmm. it, it's easy speaking about it of course uh, you know and i know people out there and personally or you know whoever will have had experiences where bounce back bounce, bounce back ability is really tough because of what you've been through but that that is emotional resilience whether you can harness that and gear it towards now positivity what does it take you into a rut or does it do you grow from it um, that's what we mean by emotional resilience. I think that's really important for the listeners to hear that emotional resilience doesn't mean that you don't feel bad emotions. It doesn't mean that you're one of those people that's like, yes, everything's good all the time. That's not realistic, you know, and that's not that's not true to yourself, is it? Like everything's not good all the time. Acknowledge it, fine. But how much does it how much does it pull you down? And if you have emotional resilience, it doesn't pull you down. You bounce up from it. And we've got such a good example of that in the comments um, yeah. from Samira Owade, who has said, after being through a lot of abuse, having my tawakkul kept me from taking drastic measures I thought would end my pain. Instead, I turned to Allah. Alhamdulillah, I'm still here today. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. That is, su that is such a powerful comment. And, you know, thank you so much to the sharer who, who, who commented that, because that is a prime example. Like, look, like that, that sister, for, I'm assuming, has been through very, very dark times where the lows mm. were low, low. But, uh, and, but that had to happen. That had to happen. Emotional resilience means that those things, it's not, it doesn't make you weak for having that that part of your life happened to you emotional resilience is this example this sister that's bounced back from it and has grown yeah. from that experience thank you so much Definitely. for sharing and um, we had another comment from proud to be muslim saying tying the camel and then trusting in allah that's um like a famous arab proverb isn't it tying your camel doing what you can and then trusting allah <laughs> with the rest and uh, i think that that ties in with having sabr as well Res resilience does tie in with having sabr being able to trust in allah and be patient um with the outcome yeah working on yourself and building your mindset to be the best version of yourself is part of tying your camel would you not say Sid? Mm -hmm. definitely it yeah definitely. it's tying your camel it's dealing with your affairs as best as you can right and then trusting god you're doing what you can strive for the best that you can and trusting god to come hand and in hand and we know for a fact, Allah's told us in the Quran that he w no, on no soul does Allah place a burden greater than it can bear. And he's also said, so surely with hardship comes ease. So 
you know, being grateful in our difficult times, seeing the eases, you know, when we take a step back, looking at the eases, like we mentioned earlier, but also mm -hmm. being aware that being grateful for our tests, that these are our chances to prove ourselves to Allah, because he's given us tailor-made tests for us that he knows that we can overcome. And just like the sister had said earlier, she was in a dark time, but she pulled herself out of it by trusting in Allah because she knew that she could pass it and she did, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And it was, uh, there's a hadith narrated by Abu Hurairah who said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the strong believer is better and more beloved to Allah than the weak believer. Although both are good, strive for that which will benefit you. Seek the help of Allah and do not feel helpless. If anything befalls you, do not say, if only I had done such and such. Rather say, Allah decreed and whatever he wills, he does. For saying if opens the door to the deeds of Satan. Okay. So the ifs and buts, what if, what if, it can make you vulnerable to grief and fear, and that's harmful. Mm -hmm. It's of no no benefit. Like mm -hmm. we've said, we've we've got to have that patience, that trust that this has happened, but we can overcome it. Mm. Yeah, and I think remi uh, reminding ourselves to what goes quite closely with reminding ourselves of um, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala as as our provider. He 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 is going to be, he you know your whatever you need will will be provided to you. It's there for you. When and in in whatever sense that is, if it's emotionally, if it's you know financially, whatever, you know your needs will be provided for. And I think that that trust helps elevate your mindset because you've you've laid that foundation of you know it's it's there and now i just and i just need to do what i need to 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 build on it mm. um we've got this when we've got this feeling that allah's looking after us yeah um when we've got that in the back of our minds at the foundation of our pyramid if you like mm -hmm. and when we're looking around at the blessings that he's given us you know from our resources our intelligence our wealth to name a few and we can aspire we can work hard and achieve a lot that can benefit us in this life and in the hereafter yeah. and what what those things may be and how we're going to achieve them inshallah we'll continue to discuss further this ramadan um but i think Definitely. today was a really good start in establishing a mindset <laughs> a yeah. foundation of what we're going ahead with um yeah i think we're good um, I think we, we, we've, talk, we've talked about a lot actually today and I feel like it's been quite an open discussion which is good because people have been uh, coming in uh, coming in with their uh, thoughts and ideas and I think that's what's, what's really important. Just to summarise, if anyone's catching us at the end, the main things that we've kind of talked about today is what are the hallmarks of a strong Muslim mindset and we've said you know those hallmarks include tawakkul at you know of the foundation gratitude as the lens that we look through things at growth mindset as a, as a means through which we strive to better ourselves um those being you know the key elements of a strong a muslim mindset and then finally emotional resilience how good can you bounce back from difficulties and how can you gear difficulties towards your own personal growth and that's just they're just a few that we touched upon today i mean you uh, other people will have met much many things to contribute about what makes a good mindset and like Sid said hopefully we'll talk about um those things as we go on and uh, just to leave everyone with like closing uh, thoughts and um, why these why this topic is important to discuss is you know mindset's one of those things that you know we said it's the way that it governs our life it's the lens through which we see things it's it's 
it's the lens through which we see things and respond to things. Therefore, it has the power to change uh, our lives dramatically and, and not just in a wishy-washy way, but actually right now, even if, even if it's just for one moment. So, you know, we said earlier about fake it till you make it or, or correct yourself when you catch yourself slipping. Using your mindset, you have the power to change yourself in, in that moment it, it, entirely. You know, you make a choice. Uh, do I go down the black hole or do I elevate myself? You can you can make that choice right there. And then a mindset has the power to change that moment. And it might just seem like something momentary, but moments add up. And the more of those moments we have, the more we put it into practice, it becomes a default in ourselves and it becomes our lifestyle and it becomes the way in which we see the world and absorb the world. And if we can, you know, if 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 people leave from this with a little bit of something that they can think right this is a small little tweak that I'm going to make you know I pray that those tweaks amount to something better for everyone who's listening inshallah um Sid you want to add anything there um I wanted to say thank you to all our listeners who've been commenting and contributing to the discussion today it's given us a lot of food for thought and Jazakallah khair to everyone for being part of the discussion we're all learning together um We'll be back next Monday, inshallah, at five o'clock again for the Sisters Striving with Sadiqa and Fahana. Jazakallah khair to everybody for listening and contributing. This was Sisters Striving on the Sisters Hour at Newcastle Fast FM. The Sisters Hour is on every weekday at 5 p.m. And we will be back with you next week to talk about productivity, habits and goals, inshallah. Inshallah. Okay. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum.